Okay, I'm here at the uh, ArcFest, and with me today is a special guest. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Right. Uh, my name is Jim Babb. Um, I'm part of a two-part team for um, Awkward Hug. We're a, a transmedia production company. Okay. And what game did you guys do? Uh, we did a game called Must Love Robots. Okay. And what's, what's that about? Um, it's a game where you help uh, find Oliver, the main character robot. You help him find a date. Okay. And um, so how'd you go about designing that? Um, well, we started with the, like a narrative arc, and then we came up with uh, ways to have interaction. And, but not only interaction, we made, it, we made a dynamic. So you have a way for uh, an audience that's be, to become more than just a passive audience. They actually get to contribute um, not only content, but also uh, push the story in, in the direction that they want to. So it becomes emergent in that way. But also uh, there, are, there are puzzles to solve, and like, um, depending on what level you want to put into, it, uh, you can get out a different personal, individual experience almost. So, okay. And when you say narrative arc, are you talking about then the traditional like hero's journey? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the game's not officially over yet, so I don't want to give anything away. But okay. um, it's it 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 it. it it does follow, um, it's sort of a romantic comedy, so it follows a really, a pretty traditional romantic comedy. I mean, this would be something I think if it was a movie, you'd, you know, see uh, standard romantic, romantic comedy. But it, how it's told um, through transmedia and through, there's like seven different websites and they all interact in their own way and give different character development for each of these characters, including uh, the, there's bad guys and um, go, uh, good guys that are, interact on certain websites and some of it happens on back pages and whatnot. And so the gist of the story is a robot trying to find love? Uh, that is the, the, of the main webisode. And we tried, we set up the, the game design so you could actually sit and just watch the, the web series and not participate on it with anything if you didn't want to. Oh, right. okay. So yeah, it's set up in, in that way so uh, we wanted to maximize and get passive viewers as well as active yeah. players. So. Yeah. Can you talk about that uh, different differing levels of participation that you mentioned, where literally someone can be passive or they can be totally active, and that also will determine the outcome or the experience? Yeah. Um, and this is actually sort of um, Jordan Weisman was talking about, where we try to hit that middle level. Level. We have the top stuff, which is very ARG-ish, where you have like super hard puzzles that you have to like uh, see a single frame in a video and take it off and like make a make a, uh, a, we had one this one where you had to print out a piece of paper and like cut it out and fold it up into two, to, into two dice and set, set them up so it's this puzzle and then it gives you a URL. And then we also have something where uh, you could just passively watch. And the thing that we have in between is where, let's say you don't really want to do the puzzles, but you want to maybe role play a little. You could record your own video and send it into us and then we will edit that into the show or you could send us a song, we'll use your song, or uh, you can remix our videos because we believe in Creative Commons, so everything is fair use for people to use. So the videos that people would make, would it be kind of like dating videos that they would send to the robot, or is it something else? Sometimes it would be advice, or oh, it would yeah. be dating. They need to create their own character, and they become part of our world, and we'll even refer to them when they're not in the show anymore. So it's like they, they step into the world, and they become legitimate oh. parts, like friends of the characters. Their, their character becomes friends of the other characters, and they interact in that way. And how is that participation gone? Oh, uh, you know, we, we would like more, but we, you know, as far as a game that we've independently produced and our first attempt at this type of thing, we've gotten—I think—it's a success for what we've got. And were there any other surprises as you've um, rolled out this game and the story and stuff? Mm -hmm. um, ARG 
ARGers are extremely good at solving puzzles and they'll solve them and come up with different ways to solve them than you'd even ever imagine. Um, it's so, they're so clever that it's impossible to plan for everything so you have to always have one trick up your sleeve and uh, be able to guide, you know, guide content sometimes can become difficult. So. And you mentioned transmedia. So. Um Aside from websites, are there are you using Twitter, Facebook, um, any other things? Uh, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. All the characters have Twitters. There's there's uh, phone numbers that you can call. There's a um, robot sex podcast that you can uh, yeah. Um, Mbilf.biz motherboards. I'd like to uh, you know I don't know, is this explicit? <laughs> it's all right. Um, but for the podcast, is it? Um, do you guys just record it every week or something? And then no, and it's not really. It's not really a podcast. There is a pod, There's actually two podcasts in the sure. game. But the the sex advice one is a. So you would call up and you get a voicemail and you leave a sex question um, for a robot. Um, since you know, I'm yeah. sure you're confused about it as I am. And uh, the the robot sex therapist um, Ram Savage would. Uh, create a answer for you and then post it on the website your question and so other people can enjoy your question as well so and do you find that more effective actually having the phone line versus having people submitted via blog entry or comment or we wanted to we wanted to create as many different we wanted first of all use use real world technology so you could sure. call the phone or you could email you could do anything you wanted to do and like so so people could either create this whole character because there's a social network at robotfriendfinder.com so they could create their character call in email do a video post and they would be able to keep the same character running throughout the whole game if they wanted to or they could just call up we've gotten plenty of people just drunk dialing the number and leaving you know robot sex questions as well so okay. just whatever it just becomes fun for whatever point. And what about texting? Have you integrated that into the game? Um, no, not texting as much. I think that would be something we'd look into the next one. Maybe something that would you know, have higher numbers of people that you'd want some sort of pervasive gaming where yeah. you, could, you could do it anywhere at any time. Ours wasn't, I don't think, had that necessity that I think goes along with text messaging. And what's next in store then? Uh, next in store, we've got a couple things uh, lined up. We're thinking about um, maybe a couple little tiny short projects when we're done. Maybe a little ARG. We got an idea for a Escape the Room ARG that would be um, kind of like Groundhog's Day. And uh, just really short and really fun and something you could complete in one sitting. But it would be sort of like a instead of doing a big collaborative ARG, do something that's individually based and playable, repeatable. So, And where do you see ARGs going now in the future, and what do you think is going to need to change to make it go mainstream? Um, I think it needs to, there needs to be a level where things maybe water down some of the, the, the hardest puzzles or create, I think, a multi-tiered system. Maybe that's really what it is, multi-tiered, where you, you try to get, you get those really impressive puzzles and those really impressive things that people want to, like, because people do want to see that stuff done, and it really impresses them that you put that much time and effort into it, but you all, they all, people want to have... Uh, whatever levels of interaction, the passive, the, the step above of just like maybe making a phone call, maybe recording a video, um, you know, you want, you want to have, I think, all those different levels. Mm -hmm. And maybe you could just watch the evil villain shows or just watch this, you know, where it really is a true transmedia experience where you can watch and participate in any part of it and maybe ignore the other ones. And do you, do you think that... Um puzzles are going to go then uh, and something that has to go mainstream or do you think puzzles will still be an important part? Well I think puzzle I mean puzzles themselves I mean are not that important but I think gameplay is and I think puzzles are uh, you know an interesting way because it, the, the idea of an encryption online yeah. works and so any I mean obviously to have like a hidden area 
um, on, online makes sense for an ARG because you don't want everything out in the open or someone who's just, you know, just like reading a Wikipedia page but there's no fun to that. So the ways to hide things, I think, um, puzzles are an option for that, but I think also maybe playing a game till you get to a certain point or, you know, uh, eliminating the exact like, puzzle but turning, turning the same concept into another, another form of play. And uh, any last words then for other indie developers who want to do their own ARG? Um, it, 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 you're going to take a lot of time and you're not going to get a lot of sleep, but it's, it's really fun to, because it, all of a sudden it will become, no, it's no longer about your game, it becomes this, this experience of storytelling with multiple people. So it, it's really worth it. It's really worth the, to, to, I don't know, it, it really taxes your creativity and you, you share. It's, it's, it's the most collaborative form of art I've ever worked in before, so it's really fun. Yeah, and have people taken you up on that Creative Commons uh, license? Um, not, not yet, but it's one of these things that I, I feel that since our show is going to be, once it's done, it's going to be, it's going to be a complete like web series oh. too. So I don't feel like ours is necessarily like a lot of the ARGs where it's it runs and then no one you're not going to play it again because sure. it's it's a happening almost where this is. Ours will be able to be viewed afterwards, and you could sit down and just watch it all through, and it'll make just as much sense as when it was happening live. And I feel like you know, it could still people could still you know, with all the music's Creative Commons, everything is just free, and go ahead and remix it, take it, do whatever you want with it. We're totally open. We encourage it. So. And where do listeners get started? Oh, uh, uh, working. Uh, Mustloverobots.com. Okay. Thank you very much.